Welcome to the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Mark Roberti, CEO and founder of Content Marketing Plaza, bringing you two new episodes each week where I and top-level guests teach you how to get on more stages and make a profit from your public speaking. And one of the things that can really help you get on more stages is to think about the diversity factor. Because some people, when they're organizing events, they want a diverse group of speakers to get on stages. So with that knowledge, it can give you the opportunity to get on more stages and be one of those different voices within all the other public speakers at the event. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode. The guest who is going to join us today, she is an award-winning marketing PR and social media professional. She is the founder of a few companies actually, Carlton PR and Marketing, Innovation Nights, and Innovation Women. She is also a mass high-tech all-star and a Boston Business Journal woman to watch. Today's guest for episode three of the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast is none other than Bobby Carlton. Bobby, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. And same here. Thanks for inviting me. Bobby, I'm really happy to have you on the show. And uh, before we dive deep into uh, how we can get on more stages due to the, a lot of organizers wanting to have that diversity effect, can you share with us a little on why you became a public speaker and some of your backstory? Sure. So, um, you know, one of the things I always tell people is don't be afraid of public speaking if you've been told all your life that you're an introvert. So we all need more introverts on stage because introverts are awesome on stage. They usually come really well prepared and often the extroverts just get up there and wing it. They're bad at it. It's just <laughs> a different style. But uh, I've spent a lot of years going to conferences and events and a lot of times sitting in the audience watching what I call the all male, all pale and often all stale panels at the front of the room. It's the same voices over and over and over again and the same stories. And we know that there's a lot of interest in replacing the all male panels with more diverse panels. So a lot of the conference organizers that we work with, they're looking for awesome women. They're looking for persons of color. They wanna hear from people they just haven't heard from before. And so we created innovationwomen.com to make it easy for those event organizers to find awesome speakers who just happen to be women. And that, that is certainly an interesting twist because I've seen that. I mean, there's some uh, events I've seen where it's more of a women presence at these kinds of events because you see this change certainly happening. And I feel like uh, as long as you just make yourself different in some way, you definitely stand a much better chance of uh, getting on different stages. One of the things that I do want to point out is Bobby said that uh, if you're an introvert, don't be afraid of public speaking. And I would definitely classify myself as an introvert. And yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, Bobby, uh, yeah, definitely you too. Uh, and if you've been listening to enough of my episodes on this show, on other shows, I don't sound like an introvert, but I finally got the connection at an event I went to where some guy with a similar uh, context was basically 
introverts are trained to be extroverts for short periods of time and then they go back to being an introvert. So if you feel like you are an introvert, uh, public speaking is still a very great path for you. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there for anyone who is uh, thinking along those lines. Uh, but going back to the uh, diversity aspect, now I do want to um, make sure everyone gets a lot from this episode, uh, but I'm wondering if you can share with us, how do we find these different events where uh, diversity is you know, one of the bigger emphases of the event? There are actually some people I call the challengers, and these challengers are out there specifically tracking down conferences and events that need more diversity and they are calling them out on social media. Often you'll see the hashtag all male panel, you'll see the hashtag switch the, the ratio, um, gender balance, there are all kinds of groups and organizations that are keeping their eyes open for all male panels and helping, let's say, alert conference organizers that they may have forgotten something. One of these challenger organizations is called Gender Avenger, and they actually have an app that allows you to track the number of male and female presenters and create a social media ready image that they and their cohort can put up on social media and uh, again, remind conference organizers that they may have forgotten something. You can also find lists of all male panels on a Tumblr called Congrats, You Have an All-Male Panel, which is actually hysterical because they stamp every picture of an all-male panel with David Hasselhoff giving you the big thumbs up on your all-male panel. And that has been around for years, and it's just another one of the organizations that challenges event organizers to think about diversity. And that is certainly interesting. I mean, I'm sure if I went back to my, I mean, affiliate marketing, for instance, uh, you see a lot of males in it based on some of the top people who I've talked with. Uh, you know, that seems to be one of the bigger focuses. But when you see affiliate events where uh, there's more women involved in that, um, I mean, it's, I feel like the doors are like, they're always open. It's just a matter of putting yourself in the spot to get that opportunity because I feel like all these event organizers are just looking for that great person uh, for their event. It's just a matter of you really um, not just presenting yourself to the event organizer, but presenting yourself in such a way where you truly stand out. So I um, wonder if you could talk about the uh, pitch and how you would get the yes, because just because you fit that, um, um, what the event organizer is looking for doesn't make it a guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. And I think no matter what, event organizers are concerned with having a great event. They're concerned with selling enough tickets if that's their business model. And they want speakers who will help them drive ticket sales, drive attendance, and be something that people are interested in. So no matter what, you have to come up with a great abstract, a great pitch, and you also have to be someone that the event organizer looks at and says, okay, that person is well-known enough or has enough of a network where they will help drive ticket sales. And so when we talk to Innovation Women members, 
we also talk to them about not just having a great abstract, not just having a great video for their speaking, but we also say, look to your social media. Do you have a mailing list? In the case of Innovation Women members, you don't have to have a huge social media presence or a huge list because as an Innovation Women member, we support you by promoting what you do. So you can say, I might not have a huge social media following, but I'm a member of Innovation Women and they'll promote me when I get out there. So you can be certain that you know people will see your event, not just um, your own members. Um, I also think that there's a real need for speakers to think about what the audiences want. So when we talk about creating abstracts, we talk about audience-driven or audience-oriented abstracts. We want to make sure that it's not just what you want to sell, mm. but what the audience wants to see and what they want to buy. So it's very important to do that. And I always go back to what the uh, conference organizers tell me. We had one guy in particular who told me that he could get more butts and seats if it was an intern from Google than if it was the CEO of an unknown company. Mm. And you really have to think back into what you've done and the companies that you're associated with or were associated with for that brand name recognition. Yeah, and that brand name recognition is certainly a big factor. I mean, you mentioned a really great point there. And uh, for some, I mean, it doesn't matter to what capacity you serve for that big brand name. If you can mention it, definitely mention it. If you are not in that situation where maybe you're the CEO of an unknown company, I mean, it does come down to how you present yourself and how you present yourself and in a way where uh, the benefit to the attendees is certainly very obvious. And it is interesting. You, you mentioned that um, your program helps women uh, get more speaking. I'd like to talk about something for men also, because I'm sure we have a lot of male listeners as well, but for <coughs> your program, and because I know there are like others around it that also do something similar. Uh, so what do you see would be the difference between someone just going out there, uh, submitting pitches on their own for events versus uh, going into something like one of your programs? Like what do you think that difference is for the public speaking career? Well, just, just to um, talk a little bit about Innovation Women, I don't want this to be a commercial for it, but um, we are very much a self-service organization. So we're not out pitching individual speakers. What we're doing is we're pitching the entire platform. It's not like a traditional speakers bureau. But I think that there is um, there's power in speakers bureaus. Um, at the same time, there is a lot of power in how you position yourself and how you talk about how you can help drive interest. So, you know, if you're positioning yourself as a speaker, are you positioning yourself as a speaker slash author? You know, are you a consultant? You know, what do you do for a living and how do you provide value? A lot of organizations who are looking for speakers aren't really looking for speakers. They're looking for experts. They're looking for people to lead workshops. And those key words can actually drive a lot of different interest versus just, I want a speaker. Right. 
Are you a speaker teacher? Are you a speaker consultant? Are you helping people do something and learn something very specific? Or are you just getting up there and telling a story? Right. That, that, that's a really great point because like event organizers, they're all looking for speakers. That's no secret, but it's the specific kind of speaker where if it's a speaker author or something like that, as uh, Bobby mentioned, uh, you can put yourself in a much better position to get that yes and to be one of the speakers at that event. And uh, one of the things that I really like to ask is I feel like one of the essential things for us all to be doing is to be developing habits uh, that really cater to our success. So I'm wondering if you could share some of your habits you've developed that have helped you with your public speaking career. I think being visible is the, is the big thing. You know, it's like people know of me and they know my name because I get out there, I promote others, not just myself. So the things that I've done are creating community versus creating my personal brand, but it all creates this nice foundation and people are like, Oh yeah, I know you because you started innovation nights or I know you from uh, the work you've done supporting this organization or that organization. I'm very public out on social media. So every day I have to make sure that I am doing something to promote the visible, the visibility of the brands I'm working on, but also that I'm looking out at who else in the community I can support. And a lot of the things that we do, people look at me and say, okay, she's not out there for herself. She's out there for the community as a whole. So I think that's really important to think about who else you can help in the community on a daily basis. And I mean, if you go back to value, and uh, that's your motivation. I mean, if your motivation to get on stages is to just uh, for visibility, making money, self-serving, you're not going to do well as a public speaker. But if you focus on the community and providing value, uh, that's when the results uh, suddenly start to appear. It's when you have your focus in the right place. And yeah, I know you talked about visibility also as being one of your key habits. I'm wondering if you could go a little deeper into what you do to build the visibility for you as a public speaker? So, so everything I did, I created this great foundation. I have more than 30 years in high-tech PR and marketing as well. I created uh, some things. So I really come at it from the point of view of an entrepreneur and a founder. And my brand is really tied up in those particular things. I also do a ton of writing and the weekly email that goes out to Innovation Women members is always me sitting down and writing out my thoughts, um, keeping notebooks and files full of ideas and, and causes that I want to support. But that regular content creation, that regular writing habit is very important to the overall brand as well. And it's really interesting you mentioned how you're frequently communicating with your community and you are the one writing the messages. You're not delegating it. I mean, you can delegate it. It definitely, uh, you know, saves you time, but there are certain things you should not delegate. Uh, emailing and communicating with your audience to build that engagement. Those are two things that I would not uh, outsource because they really help you build that relationship with your audience. And that is something Bobby has done really well 
uh, through her companies such as Carlton PR Marketing. Uh, you can learn more about that at carltonprmarketing.com. I know you have a coupon code for us as well. So uh, basically <laughs> what I'm getting at here is uh, what are some of the other ways that we can learn more about you and follow you on your journey? So follow me on Twitter, uh, Bobby C, B-O-B-B-I-E-C, uh, women, N-O, I-N-N-O, and mass, N-O, I-N-N-O. Um, also Carlton C-P-R, wait a minute, Carlton P-R-M on Twitter. So I like Twitter. Twitter <laughs> is, is good. Um, but if you're interested in joining Innovation Women, you mentioned the coupon code, and that coupon code is BREAKTHROUGH. So all capital letters, and that gets you 20% off on an annual membership. Innovation Women is a membership organization. It's a very different business model. If you get paid to speak, that's your money. You keep that, where a traditional speakers bureau would actually take anywhere between 20 and 30% oh, wow. of your speaker fee. So if you're working through us, you keep all your speaker fees. We don't take any of it. Um, but we have a $100 a year membership, and that gets you a profile on our website as well as a weekly email with somewhere between 90 and 150 speaking opportunities wow. a week that you can apply for. Hmm. So that breakthrough, all capital letters, is the, uh, the code to join us. Bobby, thank you so much for sharing all those great resources and your great insights to our time together. It was such a pleasure to have you on the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. Thank you.